This is Space Cats Peace Turtles, the unofficial podcast for Fantasy Flight's Twilight Imperium. Episode 137, 14 Point Tournament. Music by Ben Prunty, featuring Matt Martins and Hunter Donaldson. I don't know. I don't know really how you how you start an episode about a Twilight about a board game. Hey everyone, we're your hosts, and we're here to. <laughs> hey, everything's normal and happy. Dunky Dory, Okie dokie. Let's talk about Twilight Imperium. Everyone's happy. Favorite dunky board game. dog. <laughs> no, I refuse. I refuse, yeah. Hunter. Uh, yeah. Um, so it kind of feels like. Uh, pretty serious week for the world um and it's kind of hard to kind of hard to talk about maybe in the context of our show yeah um because we are a show if you're just tuning in (laughs) this is your first episode (laughs) it'd be a weird place to start um also shouldn't you be doing something else uh right now (laughs) maybe that's what the title of this one should be like i think maybe this week you i this week maybe do something else um (laughs) Also, for context, I do kind of want to throw out for any eye rolling that we may have already received sure. preemptively that I live in Portland. Mm-hmm. So if you need to read between the lines at all, read it now. Mm. Like, <laughs> go ahead and. I don't even. Okay. We don't need to re- read between the lines. Hunter and I are going to be weird this week, and the energy is going to be low because mm-hmm. America is currently embroiled in a conversation <laughs> that is yeah um paramount to its survival yeah uh, and and as far as the conversation goes i do want to say on the record that i don't really like the tone the portland police department were taking last night particularly yeah. with their end of the conversation right uh not not super not, they didn't not talk a, not a, a lot it talk. was weird yeah. that they didn't talk as much <laughs> as they could have uh and instead mm-hmm did the other things that people they kind of changed took a lot of kind of flashy bangy tones i'm trying and, to make uh, i'm trying to think of like twi- i'm trying to make like a space cats joke about it and it's just like man sure. they were real barony irish about the whole situation oh you know? sure yeah there's a lot of kind of barony irish vibes uh right now <laughs> that joke runs deep to the point where people probably are like wait are you guys being really mean to irish about this whole it's like nah, I, no i don't no, even no. have the time to yeah no it's i don't even joke. have time I'm to sorry i'm sorry interpret even what we um but no you know we we don't have to like we're gonna try to talk about um the 14 point tournament that happened last weekend the the finals were last weekend i played in them hunter commentated them um the prelim round was earlier but it's um really it feels highly disingenuous to to pretend like that's the only thing um going on in our brains like we would we would have to both actively shut down mm-hmm. everything we've been thinking about for five days um right like the only thing i've been thinking about since friday basically except for like the moments that i was in the game on saturday um it's it, it's it's willfully ignoring everything else going on and i'm not interested in doing that mm-hmm. so um so yeah it I, I i don't know i i just kind of wanted to make sure it's clear that this this episode will be weird and i think people should um care about that because it's not a it's actually not a political thing like it kind of should sure. be like it's a different thing than that and yeah i don't know i mean we're not who are we we're nobody so like our <laughs> <laughs> our opinion on this isn't something to be sought yeah, people haven't actually reached out as far as wanting to know what the, <laughs> call Hunter the world's me. unofficial Twilight Imperium <laughs> podcast have to say about what's going on. Um, yeah. And I, I don't, I don't necessarily, I don't want to spend a lot of time. Uh, I don't taking any kind of like lecture tone no. or like telling people what to read or what to think or wh- where to go. Yeah. Uh, in your, I, I just, I just hope people are uh you know thinking and like watching and looking out for each other and yeah. and and thinking about everything that's going on um and i feel like i can kind of 
I can kind of leave it there. Um, I yeah. hope it's, um, I don't know, Matt, if, if you have anything you want to say, I, f- I feel like in my community, per- so, I mean, I won't be doing any, there'll be no streams. Oh uh, yeah. We should week. talk Sorry about, about kind that. of the formal, no YouTube the formal way this is going to manifest itself, which is like, we're not doing it. Like this week is going to be definitely a short episode because we are just, or not. And then yeah, Hunter's not streaming at all this yeah. week at least um who he, knows how long this sort of thing goes on who knows what next week's episode i don't like i i'm not even gonna make like a prediction that like okay cool and then next week back to all your favorite twilight imperium sure. conversations like i don't i don't know that i'll have that in me we'll see right um and i mean with um with my geographic location yep. uh there are a, a lot of things i could be doing with my time right now that feel kind of urgent um a little more urgent than than the show feels this week yeah um i don't think i don't given the biological situation yeah that will that i will have to address for myself and right. figure out um that really kind of has a little bit of a timer and a limit on it yeah um as far as covid and corona and stuff but um but yeah i i don't think i could justify spending time this weekend playing um playing twilight imperium yeah I, the, actually you had a stream last friday and mm-hmm. like the the protests were audible in they were leaking stream. into they the were leaking into the stream, stream. and that yeah. that is not a vibe either of us want to cultivate of like well while that's happening we're gaming we're still on <laughs> yeah. it like that in no way are either of us interested in propagating that sort of um attitude uh, right so yeah so we're not gonna um and I don't know. I I I want to even kind of go the the next step and just kind of throw out there like, hey, you know, maybe look into maybe look into Black Lives Matter as a movement and, and look into what that uh, statement can Means. mean to you and 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 maybe should yeah. mean as to if you. it needs to be decoded. Yeah, as if sure. it might be I mean, hard to understand. Yeah, but it feels like it is for some people. Right. It, for some reason, people don't <laughs> have decided that that. Means some people something are different. just like, "What does this mean?" Yeah. Um. So, uh, you know, look into that. And, but but also on the same token, um, coronavirus is still an incredibly real and tangible threat. So in in whatever you are doing out there uh, in your local city if you are american or elsewhere it's kind of getting all over the world a little bit uh mm-hmm. i just also want to encourage everyone to to be as safe as they possibly can um, because we're not done yet yeah yeah i i think one thing that people have said thus far that i i i have have liked and i think is maybe a good way to think about it um is that we're kind of grasping with like two epi- epidemics at once. Yeah. It's it's a double epidemic deal. Obviously mm-hmm. there are some differences in the nature of these two epidemics Definitely. but um but I do feel like there is a lot of um maybe people trying to forget one in, in and yeah. then the other or like people picking one right. and then the other. Both can um, be present and on your mind and something you try to tackle. Uh, and right. and both should be something you don't ignore yes um, neither yeah. neither are a thing that can be ignored because it is a right. part of daily life right now so please don't ignore either yeah um, i think in my life i'm feeling a responsibility to my immediate community and also a responsibility to be um safe yeah. at the same time yeah. um and those are those are not fun at the same time yeah, i will say <laughs> yeah oh i mean it's it's yeah yeah i i, I don't have much else to get into on all of that again yeah, sorry this is difficult for us to talk about because obviously this is not a this is not a show this yeah. is a show about uh a board game a very specific dumb board we game. very routinely regard it as dumb stupid plastic <laughs> war game like it is, <laughs> this is yeah. so not it, an arena it is wild how to... serious we are about yeah, it most and, weeks <laughs> yeah exactly um but we'll we'll try to shake off that energy a little bit here um because you know we can we can talk about the stuff that happened um, mm-hmm. this last weekend. Um, so uh, let's just, do that. Despite yeah. despite all the goings ons, we had a game on Saturday that was a fourteen points uh, final tournament. We talked a little bit about Hunter and I's prelim games uh, last week, um, but I kind of wanted to give my perspective on the finals game because I was in it. Um, I had a really specific desire 
in the draft of that game. Basically, the way they work out the draft is seven factions got predetermined like a week before. So we knew what seven factions were available, and we knew what the map was going to look like, and then it was similar to our tournament, um, sort of, in that uh, it was a it was a serpentine draft where you either pick a faction or you pick a pie slice, uh, and then one of the seven factions gets, gets left on the floor. Um, and looking at all the factions... And looking at how kind of crazy the map was, I was very afraid of ending up in the white slice, which is ironic, <laughs> which we'll get into. Um, but I, um, a little bit for the memes and a little bit for just how I felt about myself as a player, I knew I wanted to be in the blue pie slice of that map because it had the most access to control objectives. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to find a way to have access to control objectives while also going for tech objectives and also going for economic. I was just like, I have to be able to do everything. And blue slice seems like the best place to do that. Yeah. And part of blue slice was if my, my goal, what I not my, not a goal, but what I was crossing my fingers for was to be like first or second in draft order. Cause then I would pick blue first. And then based on the factions that were available, I assumed X would be left to me. And my whole plan was to play X and blue. Now that that's that overthinking a, a draft. Yeah. yeah, sure. That's sure. overthinking a draft. And it's not like I was a hundred percent planning on that, but it's a, it was a decently likely scenario except for Magi went after me. I did get lucky and I, I rolled highest in the draft. I got to pick blue. Magi then immediately picked the yellow slice, which is ostensibly actually the best slice on the map, like based on, Similar to our tournament, they, they were doing kind of a, like a, a around the world, you know, around the galaxy gets better or it gets worse. Um, so it was starting with yellow was supposed to be the best. And Magi took that. But then when it came back in the other order, he actually took x before I could. And I was left with Sardak Nor or Isarl. And um, both not great. Uh, as, and, but Sardak Nor had more of the feeling of like, well, that could maybe pull off a 14er, whereas Isarl maybe couldn't the flip side of that conversation in my head though was i am much more an asaro player than i am a sardak player so right. i went into right. my sardak game with very low confidence in could i do what sardak needs to do in a 14er so i started out Got that in. game really uh low um esteem morale <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> my, the morale was low um especially yeah. you know play, playing things out i then ended up between not only Sar and Necro, the two factions I didn't want to end up between, but I ended up between the two players I didn't want to end up between, which was right. Jahan and Arwise, um, both of which can be at times unpredictable or, um, in Jahan's case, very good at finding leverage and, and holding it over you. Uh, and in Arwise's case, uh, I, I, f- I feel like Arwise is a uh, sneaky player who will come out of nowhere on you, mm-hmm. which... T- turned out to be decently true um but actually the biggest thorn on my slide uh side in that game was imsen as the ghost of creus uh who kept jumping through the wormhole and you got a lot of action yeah i had a lot lot of of action i don't want to get into like a play-by-play either because honestly i just don't even remember enough but yeah i had imsen jumping into my slice a lot i did way too many non-binding deals with my two neighbors over some can i say something about the draft before yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i want to throw this out there to everyone in that game, I felt like the draft kind of threw me a little bit. Oh, yeah. Because you all Did picked slice first. slices yeah. first. Nobody picked factions first. I expected at least one or two defectors. I expected two. I expected one to three slice picks first, and then the next person to pick Necro or Sar, the next person to pick the other one, and then right. that last person to just be like left with everything else kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I was yeah, surprised when, when you picked your slice first, mm-hmm. and then I was surprised when Magi did it as well. Yeah. Uh, and then it kind of, you know, it kind of goes down, and, you know, those towards the end of the, they don't get as, you know, Rwise obviously, I think, was at the end of the... He was, yeah. Yeah, so, so he, he didn't, have so he didn't pick a slice, right. uh, but then he got Sar. And I thought that was I thought that was a little strange. I kind of think in a 14er, I think the slice is a little less important than yeah. the faction. I think the faction hierarchy gets reinforced at 14. And it, and yeah. also is slightly different. Yeah. So the the um oh, what do we call it? The tier list for a 14er would I think see some factions improve and some factions go down a little bit. Um 
and it would it would it would be slightly reshuffled, not entirely reshuffled. Obviously, yeah. some things are still true, right? Um, but I think that the intensity of the tier gaps, yeah, yeah, definitely are higher yeah. at fourteen because there are just some factions, necro, and there are some games we saw where it was just like, I don't know how so and so would ever get 14 points yeah which at a 10 point game you hardly ever feel that way yeah yeah you can always see how somebody could eventually have gotten there unless their game just blew up in their face right but yeah some of the some of those like i feel like some of these 14 point games you could look at a player and be like if this game went 20 hours they wouldn't get 14 points there's just not it's just not going to happen Mm -hmm. and it's hard to feel like that doesn't have a little bit to do with the faction itself yeah. sometimes. I think I went into this game um with the with almost the opposite assumption, mistakenly so, but like I I I felt very firmly that if I could get a faction who could pull off economic stuff decently well, the next mm-hmm. most important thing was going to end up being that territory control. So I wanted a slice that had access. And yeah, I mean I I basically disagree with that assessment now uh and and even more so i really hated being sarnak nor um in that game uh yeah i, I, I could hate it, it a lot i that game broke me in a way i've never been broken by a twilight imperium game there's games where i've head desked you know and i didn't have a mm-hmm. head I, I took a picture of my head on my desk during the game right but it was a staged photo that was a staged photo but yeah. and and i nothing in that game made me rage out and, and partly because that is <laughs> that is a personal thing that I've been trying to deal with, and I'm doing the my, I'm doing the best that I can. We're, <laughs> our goal is next holiday spectacular. No no chairs harmed. Basically. Yeah, no chairs harmed uh, next year. So uh, I'm trying to work on that, but at the same time, I felt powerless um, for a huge portion of that game, and I felt stupid in a way I haven't felt in a game. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad for me uh, in my brain during that yeah. whole experience. Um, yeah, I made some non-binding deals that I was in the thinking that I am Sardak. I got to take what I can get, and I just got to make sure I survive like rounds one through three. Like I just got to get through that, and then maybe I'll have something at my disposal. Um, I sort. I made it look like I was early rushing for Exo Triremes, but I was never planning to necessarily rush for exo triremes um i just really wanted sarween tools immediately because uh, i felt myself maybe going to have a an economic problem and i knew i wanted to get um two space docks in my home system and then mm-hmm. i knew i needed gravity drive right away so like i ended right. up with two blues and a yellow immediately despite i had a necro neighbor which meant like i can't go exo twos right away like that's just not a freaking option i can't let right. him have access to that even um, though the chat was, I just, I'm sorry, I have to talk about this. The chat <laughs> was just so, I mean, you know, I think, I, I think everyone should know that listens to this show, you know, there is, there is a Matt hate squad out there. Um, and I'm sure there's a Hunter hate squad out there. I'm trying to cultivate them, to be honest. Um, but <laughs> there, there was so much talk in the early game of everyone just being like, Matt is going to give XO2s to, to Necro. No, no. And it was, it never was a just, plan. <laughs> it was just so, I don't know. It was kind of a bummer to see because it was just kind of a lot of bad faith stuff yeah. a bit because it's well. just like, why would you do that? But well, I was also, ma- that's I, it, why it's hard for me to watch. Right. And to their credit, stuff. I made plenty of other bad calls. Um, oh, for sure. So, so I have the, one in my head that I can't get out of my head. Tell me, what was it? So, Something, it was interesting. I mean, I, th- I think watching each other play like this is actually probably good for us helping each other get better at the game. Yeah. Because one thing that I think I, there was a positional mistake. Oh, I know. That you made about. early game that yeah. just, it, oh, it, it was, was very genu- like. It was a genuine mistake and a misreading of, of uh, how a thing would play out. Um, I think, I think there's a thing, I, this is, this is just some wisdom I think I got from watching you do that is that I think, I think you play, you play your game in your head, Mm -hmm. not think, and, and, and because, and I think, I I think there's a reason I play differently too. And I think it has to do with playing with you is that I am more looking for someone to do something weird to me and locking them out of that 
because I have played with you right. my whole Twilight Imperium life. Right. And you are someone looking to do something weird to someone else, yeah. which when you're playing a faction like Sardak not really. is not really going to help you. Yeah. Get and, and and I, I forget to value retaliation. So the play you're talking about is at one point I had initiative order uh, and my first um, action, I, I, I basically had three areas. Imsen had been like digging in, not digging into me, but like kept kind of coming for my slice like he kept every, almost every round um there would be a new attack on something that i had the biggest thing is he wanted one of my cultural planets he needed to get four right. cultural planets right um but he he kept launching those attacks on me through the wormholes that were in my the, the wormhole that was in my slice or or i had ended up putting a second one in there um so i just got really i was like oh, i have to defend like every freaking position in right. my pie slice not thinking enough about how scary the retaliation of what my stuff could do looks like. Wasn't right. I wasn't considering the factor of why would he jump on one of my planets when I have such an ample force to then do the retaliation. Right. right. Now, I want to defend that thinking because he did it one time earlier. Now, the reason he did it was because he didn't he, I had already activated half of my stuff and so it didn't well, look like there was Well, that's actually the time I'm talking about. Like as far as the time that because there was there was the moment before he came through your wormhole, where if you had moved your plastic to block him from doing that, it, he wouldn't have been able to. I don't know. Maybe we're talking about two separate moments, but there. I the, think we are. Yeah. There, there's one where he just initially jumped through the alpha, the very very first time yes. he jumped through the alpha, and I mm-hmm. just didn't even have that on my mind at all. But then there was a there was a later round where I moved to the left of my home system that also had a wormhole generated alpha wormhole. I moved a couple things there um, to make it just like a couple ships in every single system. Mm-hmm. Um, when it was more obvious that I had enough stuff in my home system that if he then activated anywhere else, I could have just jumped on it and taken it yes. out. Um, but the first attack was one where I moved out adjacent to my home system and then he attacked Lodor and then I had an unexpected action and was able to take it back. So, I mean, I guess both suffered from the same problem, really. Yeah. Um, which so, I was, mean, I, I, was fi- I, you... I was trying to find ways to defend my stuff without thinking about the stuff that the fact that my things are there, period, meant I would have a response. But I don't know. There's also a certain element of I did ha- not have anywhere close to the command counter economy I wanted. So, I was always yeah, deeply aware true. that I could be stalled out of anything. Mm-hmm. So, I needed... Someone could stall me out and then attack my stuff. So I was always thinking about I have to keep reinforcing my slice. I have to keep reinforcing my slice because I basically only have like two to three actions every single turn. Period. Um, so I don't know. It was it was a rough game. If I had been extra in that slice, it would have been such a different situation. Like so incredibly vastly different. If I had been extra, yeah. I, I my command counter economy would have been on fire, and I would have had a friggin extra flagship sitting on low door looking pretty all game it would have been fun yeah um but didn't have that didn't ma- made some bad calls held on to stuff in the late game that i probably didn't need to hold on to as long as i did i was just always afraid of um what could happen um forgetting that 14 points tend to somewhat um actually peter out a bit and that like the spike of action in a 14 point game is still like kind of round six ish. And then round seven and eight is generally everyone being like, okay, is this the round I get the stage two? That's going to help me. Yeah. Or is this yeah. the round? That's, okay. Maybe it's next round. And like the action really slows down, but right uh, at the end there, it's weird. Yeah. It's, it's the last I mean, two at least rounds. You just keep going. You're just yeah. like, okay, well let's get through this round and see if the next one does anything for us. And then suddenly you get one that does something for somebody. It's like, okay, now we have to talk about wind making or whatever. Um, I think it's because there's not more secret objectives yeah. at 14 point. Yeah. And, and, and that's, that is a whole philosophy I have that might be wrong, but I, I don't take secret objectives very seriously in 14 points in terms of the like, hold on to them and make it part of a big swing. Like not whatever, like half the players at the table are just going to end up trying to make initiative happen um Mm -hmm. for themselves and and like i just score the secrets like it i've seen too many of those 14 point games where like yeah kraken had a really good prelims game where like his secret objective swing in the in the last round was really awesome but like 
that was also predicated on the fact that, like, he had two action phase secrets that were, like, doable. Like, there's so much more to that element. And, and normally, you just don't have the option. I mean, and especially in this game, like, people weren't taking Imperial. So, like, you, you weren't going to have options on your secret objectives. You just needed to make them happen. And, like, I got the action card secret objective the round after we passed the law that limited your action cards to three cards. So, like, I was getting just, like, dunked on with with that kind of stuff so my my whole game was more about survival than it was about pulling off getting um the points i wanted to get and that's obviously never the position you want to be in because if you're just in survival mode the whole time other people are getting ahead of you and 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 i Mm -hmm. in the end i basically was like two points behind everybody else the first stage two revealed was two and four colors which I believe three people ended up accomplishing. Maybe they didn't even all score it, but three people had two techs in four colors available to them as points. I think I think somebody else ended up scoring like a different, more difficult point. Um, but regardless, I just in that late game, I, I the last two rounds were me just being like, I don't know, I guess I'm here, but I'm only going to take like two actions and I'm just waiting to see if something better comes out. Yeah, you did. You did kind of run out of. What, run out of gas what was unfortunate is i didn't have an especially great influence slice and we had spend eight influence spend 16 influence and spend mm-hmm. six command counters in that game so if you could get influence or plenty of trade goods you were in a way better spot and, and I, I did my best to get trade goods and i was able to score the 16 influence but i had already put off the eight influence so long that even if i had taken imperial there was no way i could score two objectives at once because i can't right. i can't spend that much i can't spend like 30 influence or what you know it's obviously not that right, much, right. But like you I, can't you just couldn't come up with the the yeah. cash so basically. it's it just was it just was too much and I, I i definitely fizzled out and in the end uh rwise pulled off a freaking cool i mean basically come from behind and, and as much as you can do that in a 14 or like he wasn't the topic of discussion and then suddenly <laughs> he should have been more though yeah he, yeah we, we really should have been more afraid of and, and that's in large part my fault too i mean i was his neighbor and like was kind of handing him points all game to a certain extent like whether yeah. it be intentionally because it was a non-binding deal where i was also going to get those points later or in the situation of when he made an example in my world it was very much like a, i'm throwing up my hands i have no way to stop this like i'm i'm out of position i don't have anything i can right, do about it right, go for right. it score your point whatever so yeah, yeah, you were I, you were you were a little, but you weren't like, you weren't quite starved. You just didn't have quite the the right stuff that you needed, and also mm-hmm. the objectives were guiding too many people. So I think, I think all the pre-meta stuff against you was also kind of was a factor. Oh yeah. Of yeah, I I think I think um, so like in the end, the way once we actually got to the game. What happened was Imsen needed to fight you. The the yeah. objectives told him to. Right, right. And I think in your head, because you had been told to expect this aggression, mm-hmm. you were looking at other players at the table. Oh, I was paranoid. I was, yeah. I was absolutely And then paranoid. Imsen was the actual person that the game was saying, like the, the game it. mechanics were saying, hey, you need to fight right. Sardak. And then that was just like another person on top of the people that were more... Yeah in your mind right. you were needing to worry about i was prepared for jayhan i did a support for the throne swap at some point with jayhan and i was a hundred percent prepared for him to break that support for the throne at any point uh, because right. the nature of 14 fort- is sometimes you can map out a path and see how you end up at 13 and then still have to score a two-pointer which right then makes which your support for the throne useless yeah. so i went into the trade with jayhan kind of looking at both of us being like, we both know this could get broken at any point if the cards line up. I'm not saying right. you definitely will, but you will if the points dictate you to do so. Whereas in 10 points, that that doesn't happen. Like you, the right. race to 10 is a way bigger deal and the support for the thrones are a huge factor that matter. You also did get the exos after yes. the swap. Yeah, I waited till the meaning, swap to get exos. Of course, of course. Which is a, a, the same thing to do. Right. Uh, you do. You. I mean, eventually, like. I mean, it's you're you're I'm sorry, I like, have you to have get, to get those. them. <laughs> it's eventually. my only tool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So I. I think. But in the end, like, I mean, what did Jahan really do to you? I know. He, like, not that, not much. And and I spent the whole game afraid of him. He built up such a huge fleet. I mean, it was getting to really the point fast. with Jahan stuff where like he was like 
I have more money than I can spend on units. Like he, he, that's why he kind of was able to do a couple actions where he's like, yeah, I send like two dreadnoughts and a carrier across the board. And then I'm just going to like send them into a home system because honestly I can rebuild them instantly. Um, he, right. he started to have like genuinely expendable fleets that he could just kind of use. Um, yeah. and he's necro. So he's got the command counters for sure. Um, so he, he was always just a fear in my mind. Honestly, SAR was never a fear because because RYs and I were talking the whole game. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were always trying to negotiate how to make things work between us. Um, and he just he he did better at that. He got the better end of every negotiation. And I, I gave up too much. I'm sure it could easily look like I I I fed him all game. You know what I mean? I, I wouldn't be surprised if you had that. It didn't look like perspective. that to me, but I could. Yeah, I mean, you know. I think when the when me and the Matt Hater Club meet, that might be something we discuss as far as like putting that out there. Sure, sure. Like Matt fed ROIs, mm-hmm. he sucks, he sucks. Yeah. Because um, I mean, yeah, we are we're trying to ruin you. Sure. Um, just before the baby comes too, which I think would be a good time to <laughs> I can walk to... away a hated man. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> the the only other thing I want to talk about fourteeners really, and, and I I kind of regret not having more to say about all of the players. Um, can I but, do that? Because I yeah, watched please this. do I watched... please do, and especially talk about how uh, frustrating Magi <laughs> was that game. I was oh, frustrated I, I... with Magi all game. He didn't I do was, anything. He never did anything. He didn't do a single thing that game. I'm just kidding. Obviously, he was scoring points, and he actually like had a path to victory in the last round. Mm-hmm. But I was He's so wily. mad that he just could never launch an attack on anybody. Basically, it, did, it didn't really except me. Feel... He would. He would every like there were like three rounds where he was like, "Hey Matt, I think I'm gonna shoot you through the alpha wormhole," and it's like, "Why?" just doing pop shots at anybody else i am not a threat why is it me but it's because he whatever yeah yeah well and that's also what, what why you can't you're you're not able because you were playing in the game you're not able to to see what he was I think, doing yeah to, well i mean i'll say i think he was just he was playing his bad hand the best way he yeah could. oh totally 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 yeah um i mean he was he was extra he had the flagship out his secrets, Although bad I can't hand, the, but we already talked about how three of the objectives were influence objectives, and he was swimming in influence. And it's so true. It's, it's true. actually a little bit surprising to me that he wasn't able to leverage. Hey, that I mean, he lost. I'm effect. not trying to say. Yeah. I'm not trying to say he played awesome. Yeah. I, I'm trying to say it didn't seem that weird from the outside. Yeah. Well, he's because extra. to me, what are you gonna do? Right. Well, to me also, what I've kind of come to um, expect from Magi is that when he's losing, he tries to, and I think this is smart, by the way, um, to like kind of go outside the bounds of what is normal yeah. in order to find a new right. way to win. Right. Um, I think we could all kind of learn something from Magi when it comes to just like trying okay, to find that victory however finger. you find Come on. <laughs> Do what? No. Nothing. No, I'm, I think I'm... we could all, I think we should all <laughs> listen to, to, to the calculator. Magi. He's given yeah. us a gift. There's a gift of the Magi <laughs> that we all need to take. Yeah. Um, I mean, the, obviously, if you watch, you know, you, you can watch all the Magi games on repeat. And I would say, you know, this, this one was not his best performance. I'm not ready to say that it was his worst, though, either. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I... Um, and and also, I would rather talk about other, other players really quickly. Um, so, Jahan... Uh, played with a level of like execution perfection that I, I honestly don't know how he could have tightened it more. Like you said, his economy was completely out of control. Right. right. Um, he scored points easily, um, had different objectives come out. He would have likely won, Yeah. you know, like it, it, uh, I think it, I think two and two or two and four colors, would have probably won him the day. Did two and four come out? Actually, that I was can't the first remember. one that came out. Oh, I'm an idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I th- I think it's something about the way then the speaker token played out that probably well, that is absolutely any. a factor because I and there were a couple instances where I could have prioritized speaker token for myself, and I was like, I'm just suffering too much in this other area, and mm-hmm. I think I regret that. Although I probably still would have then suffered a lot. But I, I really, I don't feel like I had a very good speaker advantage that whole game, and I wish I had gotten a grasp on that, which definitely meant that Jahan also didn't have a great speaker um, mm-hmm. advantage that whole game. So I, I, I do think there was some, some issues in, in that front. Yeah, 
Um, there were, uh, I will say the, I mean, I guess the thing, the thing about Jahan in that game was that he really backed up the whole, like, I will activate people's home systems. I will Mm -hmm. attack across the board Mm -hmm. kind of thing because, because he just set up his economy so well and got so ahead component. Like, I don't even know how his mind is geared for 14ers, which is the, I was confused by how much stuff he had. Yeah, It It was straight up. I mean, he was playing as Necro. So that is the explanation, Uh obviously, uh but it was the sheer, the way he had outpaced everyone else. He had so much component wise still counts to do everything he wanted. And like every ship on the board, (laughs) it was, it was insane. It was really, really insane. Um, I think Imsen really narr- like narrowly snatched it. Mm-hmm. Um, like it, it almost happened, almost and I think it would have been a, a kind of it would have been the exciting kind of upset well, it, victory. Just to say it, what it what it was is uh, nobody was taking construction, and if it, literally e- even a single person had taken its construction in like the last two or maybe even three rounds. Uh, yeah. He would have won because he just he, he needed a fourth it. PDS. He needed one more PDS to score that yeah. secret, and it, and just he was, nobody took construction, and he couldn't afford to take it for himself. He was playing pretty pretty scrappy, but yeah. it ended up. I remember at one point Jahan went to invade his home system, and just barely didn't quite make it happen. Mm-hmm. Although I don't even know that that's what he was going for. I actually think he may have scored um, blockade a home or blockade a, I, a space dock. I believe off of it. that may have been. I, the timing of i think that, that's yeah. i think that's correct at the when a lot of the times i would misread what jayhan was going for mm-hmm. because of i think the sheer because of how ahead he was on plastic yeah a lot of the times i felt like you just your instinct with ti was like oh this is a big move for a thing but he had so much plastic that he could just throw he away start sacrificing stuff it just didn't you know it was like which is a, he, is a great play in itself of like, if I have so much stuff in such a good economy that uh-huh. I can start doing throwaway actions, I become a difficult opponent to read. I become right. hard to stop because you don't know if this attack is the big one or if it's the one that comes after this. That's or true. Whatever. So, Imsen's game was kind of the opposite. He was playing a scrappy game. Yeah. And, to, and to every his time credit, he did a thing, you were like, this is for a point. Like, this is obviously yeah, for a point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, he, he was... Uh, he had Mechatol at the end, but it was thinly defended. Yeah. I mean, not to say that it wasn't defended at all, but it was like just not, especially compared to some of the bigger fleets on the board, it yeah. was not that intimidating. Yeah. His home system was sparse. Kraken um, played but he a just, great game. I want to make sure we give... He, he also yes, had yes. that opportunity. I mean, almost, basically everybody in the end had an opportunity to win except for me. I did, I'm the one player at the table who did I not mean, have an option in that last I will round. take the foam finger off and say that Magi... Magi didn't have a very didn't have a solid win, mm-hmm. but what I was expecting was for him to pull some very very weird stuff. Yeah, it magi- also would have been some Magi stuff. <laughs> some. Yeah, like and he did. There were a couple, I think, goofy fake propositions, but like, yeah, that's where his head goes in the end. So, okay, can we can we delve into that a little bit because, and I don't want to talk about win making extensively, but this tournament saw a lot of win making in the yeah, prelim like, rounds. Dude, that guy Matt who sucks. Um oh wait. Uh oh. Whoops. I forgot which podcast I was on. I'm doing my Matt Haters podcast uh-huh. later. Um, um yeah, there was a lot. I was King Made. Uh at least three of the players were King Made. Uh Jahan was King Made against me because I played bad. <laughs> like I King Made him. A lot of people don't know this. Jahan didn't deserve bad? to be there because I King Made him by playing not sure. good enough. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, but no, really, what I, I want to just barely, just for here for a minute, explore mm-hmm. what makes 14-pointers seem to be so much more susceptible to that win-making. And I think part of I that think is... I think it's the, the slowdown there, it's that right? slowdown. The like we said earlier, you hit round six, and then everyone's pulled off that big final maneuver that kind of sets them up for what the rest of their late game... In 14-pointers, I think you have an actual late game that we never defined this way, which mm-hmm. is to say in 10 point, you have the early game, which is like rounds one and two. And then you have the mid game. And if you hear our faction guides, we kind of talk about the mid game. And then suddenly we're like, oh, I guess we're also now talking about the late game. I guess that's just kind of now where we're at. Um, but in a 14er, I would actually describe the mid game as all that scrappy stuff you do to set yourself up for the late game, which is just now hold on. And like yeah. give yourself room to still maybe pull off a last 
couple maneuvers that you have to do, but like you've done all of your craziest stuff. So rounds like seven and eight are just like, is this the round? Uh, no, not quite. Okay, this one's okay. So then, okay, so that'll be next round. So I just need to make sure I hold on this round, set myself up in a good position for next round. And like, that's what you're doing in the late game of a 14er is just like waiting for the right stage two to come along, which is part of what I don't, what I have learned I do not like about the 14 point thing is like, you end up just all kind of waiting to see if the right, like, there's a little bit of that in 10 pointers, right? Of like, okay, whatever that first stage two comes out, that could make or break the game. But mm-hmm. you can find other points to win in a in a 10 point game. There's agendas and support swaps get you there. You know, you, you can get to nine with everything already available in the game. And then you just right. need one more point. And so then if a single, like Custodians does it, Imperial with Mechatol does it, and a single agenda point could do it. Like you can find 10 points. But 14, you you have to score stage twos you 100 percent have to and the only way really to score stage twos is to prep for them um yeah in, in a significant manner which means you prep you for can't some. get a stage two together yeah. easily within one round right. if you haven't really right which means know, you, you have, prep have, for yeah. a couple and you ignore a couple like you are better off aiming really hard for a few and then just like well, well and i won't i won't go for these if they come up I want to couch this for a little bit and Mm -hmm. just say that this is our current understanding. This is like, I mean, 14 14 points points are still very new to us. Yeah. Yeah. But it, it, I I also don't want to make it sound like we're alone in thinking of this way. I mean, I feel like um, in me and Jahan's game, we were both kind of looking at the objectives, just hoping and praying that the right one was going to come out because we, both of us were struggling to tie it up without the right objective. Yep. And we yep. literally waited till the last one was revealed and right. it was it was one that I did not have in my pocket. Yeah. Um but yeah, oh overall I, I do think I do think we're we're in an I don't uh let's just be frank a little bit though and say, are we excited uh about the <laughs> the opportunity to explore more of 14s or do we kind of feel a little bit like, eh, that was fun, but that was fun. But no, thank you is where <laughs> I'm at. very, very much. Yeah. Well, and especially because when you get competitive with like, there's a world where 14ers don't have to take very long. And in like a really casual group, that could be kind of a fun thing. Or like the way we hear about how Blark Knob plays, like they set up a table in a garage and they leave it set up and they do a 14er, but they do it over like two or maybe three weeks. And you where have they the come free, back. I it. love that setup. Cause you have the freedom to like really take as much time. Cause mm-hmm. I, I don't know about you, but actually I know about you, but, uh, and we'll be talking about it later on my other show. Um, <laughs> this is my new favorite bit. Um, so my thing is that I think I get a lot of um, social pressure to like, I, I want to play quickly um always because i feel like on individual actions i don't like to take up that much time uh and you might be thinking like hunter i played with you and you took up plenty of time one time well i was in anguish while i did it you know what i mean like how i felt about myself while i was doing it was very judgmental and i think 14 point kind of exacerbates that feeling for me a little bit which can be kind of exhausting to feel like I want to try mm-hmm. and be play as efficiently as possible, but I also want to do the right the make the right play and the right decision. Um, but also, it's a fourteen point game, and it's like I'm gonna that that desire to keep it fast and smart yeah. is compounded on there's so many more decisions to be made because the game is so much longer. Um, that it really does take a lot out of me, to be honest. I was completely exhausted yeah. after my, yeah, my I, game. Yeah, I was, um, well, for for a multitude of reasons, I was very, I, like, immediately walked away from my game and, like, disengaged from Twilight Imperium thought because it, it really was, it's a lot <laughs> to mm-hmm. take that on. Um, so, yeah, I, I just, uh, I couldn't couldn't do it anymore and don't want to do it in the future um would 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 much rather i think there's a world where someday i get more into 14ers um but uh right now um i can't take that pressure um i already like you're saying hunter i i feel pressure 
to play faster because I know I pay, play slow. Like, and, right. and that that weighs on me a lot. Like, I give myself extra grief because mm-hmm. every time I've taken a long action, I finish. And that we action. give you extra and grief <laughs> on the show. Well, no, and people on, on... people don't give me enough grief for the amount of time I take because I know it's a lot. And yeah. and then I finish a turn and I'm like, wow. I am a jerk. I'm such a jerk. I've just been a jerk to all these people. I've been so mean by taking up all of their time. And like, and I do that. And then I spend like five minutes of the next player's turn just being like, wow, I'm really mean and rude and bad and I should feel bad and I hate myself. And yeah. and then, yeah. and then like suddenly it's my turn again. It's like, oh God, I've hated myself for 15 minutes and now I have to think about my action. I guess that might take a minute. Oh crap. Here we yeah. go again. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's and, and that's. Oh, I, I'm going to clip that for the other show this <laughs> this week. Um, it's fun. I, I would love to tell you who's on it uh, with me, but they, you know, <laughs> anonymity is paramount. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. Crucial. They, they want to stay in the shadows. Um, <laughs> uh, so I, I, I would like. Uh, let's get to a positive place because we just kind of bad bad mouthed uh, 14 points a little bit. Sure. Um, which is, you know, I mean, I wouldn't say we bad mouthed it. We just felt. You know, I don't like it as feeling much. we had. That's all. Oh, okay. Well, you're bad mouthing. No, it's not bad mouthing. Uh, <laughs> I no, I'm saying I per I don't like playing it as much. You're not allowed to do that though. Oh, okay. You have to love everything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, here's here's what I'm gonna say though. It was here's the good things about it. It was so beautiful, uh, community wise. Yeah. Having something where everyone's hand was on the ball mm-hmm. instead of those two guys you know what i mean yes the cool one and the one that sucks that we'll be talking about later um (laughs) there's the cool one though that guy's cool love that guy um (laughs) and then there's the then there's that other guy god he's so annoying um if we could get rid of him yeah if someone could spawn an entity into (laughs) being that makes him go away for something like it's a plot the the baby (laughs) is a plot from the from the Matt Hater squad, we 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 plotted. Are you it. proposing that the community got my wife pregnant? <laughs> no, ew, <laughs> no, you're cutting that out. That's not what I meant at all. I meant they convinced you to do, to, to become a father. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, and you think it's your own idea, but mm-hmm. it's actually our idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that what Patience and Defterus did by bringing all these people together to work on this very community focused yeah tournament is awesome, and yeah, that is. There, there was a, there was a, there's a trend to talk about. Like, there were a million commentators in this tournament, and and it, and like, trust me, Hunter and I are right there with you in terms of people complaining about talking over the players. <laughs> like, yeah. no stranger oh, that. to that, yeah. to that complaint. <laughs> um, we were, <laughs> but, but I, I want to give it. I, I think, um, it was worth it. Um, I I don't think every single stream should have like a bunch of commentators like that, but this felt like a different kind of thing. Do you want to say that in a YouTube comment maybe? Yeah, I'll go post a YouTube (laughs) comment that is just solidarity with their decision to have many, many commentators talking over the players because I don't, I don't see that as that big of an issue and, and it gave these games a vibe that other that that stuff we stream hasn't even necessarily had and and i think that's just really fun and worthy of applause rather than degradation Uh, i I think it's kind of silly to just like dunk on the fact that they invited like 20 people to come partake in this uh thing so and you better believe that we are gonna steal that vibe (laughs) like you better know that that next tournament you're gonna be hearing a lot of other voices now maybe not four at at once once. but but having the revolving door i loved it having you know different types of commentary you know different commentators bring different things to the table definitely you know and and it was interesting to hear uh it was interesting just to hear all the different perspectives and stuff yeah um especially on the finals day itself i would encourage anyone uh listening to this to track down all the games if you haven't seen them but definitely watch that finals one it feels like a party it's like yeah. a ti party it is a, is it, it was like. that's exactly it that's the point is it was a ti party so like who cares about how like it it the, 
the vibe has nothing to do with like how it was commentated. It was a freaking party and everyone in Twitch chat and the commentators were having a good time and everybody in the game was having a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, except for me, because I hated myself <laughs> the whole time. So that's your takeaway. <laughs> this tournament was what everybody has always asked for, for everyone to have fun except for Matt. And we yep. did it. You pulled it yep. off, gang. Good job. Yep. M- me and the Matt Hater squad, we <laughs> nailed it. We plotted this all from the beginning. Um, what was There was something else I wanted to say. Oh, yeah, Matt. Oh, I want to hey. say this just on the record okay. to you. Um, one thing I realized in uh, talking today is that me and you have not played a game of TI together, together. in a while. In a long time. And you are about to have a Bibu. Yeah. A BBD BBD. Are you are you challenging me, sir? Oh, how about this? Yeah, a duel, a duel, a duel game. I mean, with other people, but mm-hmm. it's a duel between me and you. Winner takes all. Yeah. Unless somebody else wins, in which they take all. Yeah. Uh, Winner takes all, and it won't be either of us. <laughs> a guaranteed situation where neither of us wins. <laughs> Yes, that sounds great. Yeah, let's um, do that. And let's make it a fun game that I don't have to invest um, all of my self-worth into. Ooh, yeah. that would be fun. <laughs> I would love, no, no, I would relish it's definitely that. winner take all. And I think I'm going to assemble the uh, the Matt the Matt Hater Club uh-huh. to play with us. And all I right. think that will be, that'll be fun. Um, and I'm going to eliminate you, Matt. Okay. You are eliminated. Fair. You're going to get eliminated. You dude. know what? I cried about it for a month and I and <laughs> it never happened. So like I need someone to do That's it. That's true. <laughs> Did anyone win that finals game because none of you actually eliminated yeah. Matt. Come on, guys. So Cowards. You guys are kind of all talk and if there's anything Oh, and I love this that I'm getting to have it both ways because before I got to be like some people are aggressive they're talking about eliminating and now I can say like well you guys didn't so I guess you're mm-hmm. uh not good at eliminating people people <laughs> wow we made it we, we you know what hunter we made it we we got we to did this it. point and i'm ready somehow i'm ready to play twilight imperium again and i didn't you love i it. didn't expect that at a today like, yeah you like it you mm-hmm. you know you like yeah. it um hey i wanted to thank all of our producers and partners the space kitties and the weird bear mm-hmm. i almost called them the space bears and the weird kitties Ooh, and i will fun. um <laughs> here are your will. space bears <laughs> Here are your space bears, uh, Farganus, Brian, Billy, T.G. Welch, and our weird kitties, Naderade, <laughs> Patience is a Virtue, Polyphony Requiem, Julian, R.Y.'s, Hippie, Hippie Peace Turtles, Rekka, Gazkio, Strict Nine, Dark Jutsu, More Tension, and Bot Bot. Mm-hmm. Um, so you did my part of the rundown. Do I get to do yours now? Is that the go is, for it? So uh, we put out a poll this week for the Hunter Donaldson fan club, and it's a weird. It's got some weird stuff in it. So if you want Hunter to play a specific game on stream, here are your new options. For, oh, this is scheduled for um, um, June twenty or no, June nineteenth. June nineteenth is here are two root options. Root. Hunter versus AI. Hunter just is, oh boy, is he desperate to play uh, Doesn't get a lot of votes ever. Uh, the other one is Root, where every faction is a homebrew faction. For some reason, we are deeply more supportive of <laughs> Root homebrew than we are of TI homebrew, apparently. That's the stance we're taking. Well, it's probably not going to win either. Neither of so these are going to win. Yeah. Here are the three yeah. that might win. Actually, the first one, probably not. Uh, Hunter will play uh, the Twilight Imperium RPG uh, again, I don't know. You haven't rallied anybody into this. Maybe you're gonna call Alex. I just and came see up if with it available. today. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, if you listen to our live episode from last year's Gen Con, let's do that again since there won't be Gen Con this year. Let's just do yeah. it anyways. Yeah. Um, or uh, we can actually play Twilight Imperium, and your two Twilight Imperium game options are. Uh, the conversation of 12 pointers is kind of interesting where 14 feels like too much, but 10 feels still sometimes feels like you're getting cut off at the knees. So Hunter could do a 12 point game. We've heard people enjoy that. I'm curious to see how it might go. I'm calling it the baby bears bowl of porridge (laughs) solution. Yeah, sure. So, so maybe 12 is just just right. right. Uh, and then the other option is a no support for the throne game. Just take it out, throw it in the garbage, and there's no such yep. thing as support for the throne. What does TI play like? That'd be a 10-pointer, but with no support for the throne. I'm interested in that very much. What's the Galactic Council, Hunter? Uh, so that one's going to be on July 7th. Mm-hmm. Um, here is here is your first Notable round. to say, guarantee that I will not be around um, for, for this one. So these are episodes 
sans Matt. These are Galactic yeah. Council episodes that Matt will not be a part of, which is kind of the theme of like why they are the kinds of episodes they are. Right. Just to be right. clear. Well, there is one that you I will could, likely I could, There are ways in. with all of these episodes that I could mildly participate yes. uh, remotely, basically. Yes. So the first one is a win-making roundtable. Um, this one will be community-focused. I'll probably play the role of more of a moderator. Um, and, you know, I'll probably give my two cents a little bit. But I'll maybe have some guests. Um, not too many guests because I don't want it to be audio poison. Mm-hmm. But we will also read. There are a couple people in the community, including Root and Brian, have recently written um, kind of, you know, Treatises. their takes. Yeah. <laughs> on, their I takes think Patience on Patience has making. one in the work, too. I forget if Patience finished his or not. I think he was doing yeah. it as well. It will definitely be a combination of reading written pieces and having a few uh, a few guests to talk about it. Um, I, I think it could be uh, really fun. It also feels like kind of timely for the community. Yeah. Um, but here's your next option. Oh, you're going to like this one. <laughs> T.I. the movie 2. All right. Let's do it. When so Matt, a sequel when Matt episode. goes away, Hunter comes out to play. <laughs> yeah. So a sequel... So a conversation about a possible sequel to the T.I. movie that me and Alex pitched to Disney. So you're going to force the community to listen to T.I. the movie one. Yeah, and it'll be a direct sequel. So you're going to have to go back and re-listen to the stellar episode, T.I. the movie. And of course, I'll invite Alex back to to come Mm -hmm. back on the show and talk about T.I. the movie too. Maybe we'll bring in movie doctor E.J., uh, in order for him to take a look at the at the outline, he's mm-hmm. very movie knowledgeable. Sure. Maybe I'll just have my read it and weep co-hosts to come on that and talk about Ti the him, movie. Make too. him propose plot points about factions and lore he does not understand. Yeah, yeah, that sounds delicious. Um, here's another fun option: rules quiz extravaganza, where I just get rules quizzed over and over. Yeah, and that one, my goal would be to make Milty just come on the show and just start firing off and drown yep. you in. Yep. Just the worst of rules nightmare questions. I can I'll promise you this. If you pick this one, I'll take it seriously, I'll study up and I'll try and actually I'll actually try and win. That will be so if that's the <laughs> flavor that you want, because there'll be some drama in that. Yeah. Um I will I'm not gonna if if you guys pick this one, I will I will literally try and learn the rules of the game. <laughs> finally. Um, finally. Two and a half years in. <laughs> yeah. Um, the next choice, uh, this is the one that Matt would, we definitely would not do this without Matt's mm-hmm. participation, but This Imperium Life 5. Some people have been talking to me about, hey, when are, you, when are y'all doing another This Imperium Life? Here's an opportunity. If you want it to happen now, go for it. Um, I think it's a good, I think Matt having a baby is a good uh, maybe time to, to go for this. Yeah. Um, your last option is a lore-focused TI episode where we talk about faction sheets, you know, theme, you know, stuff like that. Story stuff with You're TI. This is like it, kind so of why do you care? <laughs> yeah, I'm probably not gonna pick that one, but but I think I, I think I could if if there was interest in it in the Galactic Council yeah. um, chat, let me know, and I could maybe define this one a little better, a little more specifically, if it feels like people are in the mood for something like yeah. that. This would in, this would not be anything like T.I. T.I. the movie 2 is joke. me doing my own thing <laughs> yeah, yeah. with the T.I. lore. This would be like m- me actually exploring the lore of T.I. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be actually pretty interesting now that I hear about it. Yeah. Um, Twitch, uh, the Twitch schedule is none yeah, this like week. We no, thank you. Um, um, no YouTube video this week either. Uh, uh, I'm We're focusing on other real life stuff that is important. Um, I will say the book club uh, has been decided and the book is Dune. Um, so I will be finding time to read Dune with everything else. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can I can make Dune happen though. I can read some Dune. Um, I, I will start a um, special text channel in the Discord in order for us to discuss Dune. Anyone can participate uh, in discussions of Dune. I'm going to read it this month. And uh, we'll see how fun Dune is to read. Mm-hmm. I want to thank everyone for just being a part of this community and everything and, and hanging out with us week after week after week, even when things are crazy. Um, still still showing up to hang out on the Discord and elsewhere. Uh, if you like our show, um, maybe consider giving it a rating um, on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. It increases the visibility of this show and gives us all more people to play Twilight Imperium with and Root and everything that we like. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Space Cats Pod. 
You can find us on Facebook at Space Cats Peace Turtles. And our Discord is linked in the podcast description of this. And that is where the a huge amount of the discussion goes on. It's also where you can capitalize on most of your Patreon benefits, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it's just a great place to be. And honestly, um, at times throughout this past week, it has been a welcome retreat. Uh, yeah. A, a yes. wonderful place to just sort of disengage with everything else if you if you need it. If you're in if if that's the kind of thing that helps you. So so maybe that's a place you can come talk to us in. All right. Hey. Hey, gotta go. All right. <laughs> Started it with weird energy. We're gonna end it on with with weird just energy. Weird, just and weird. And energy. I, Daddy, gotta run. Daddy's. No time for a joke. <laughs> Daddy, gotta run now. Bye. Thank you for listening to Space Cats Peace Turtles, and thanks to Ben Prunty for the use of his music. You can find more at benpruntymusic.com and benprunty.bandcamp.com. Pax Magnifica, Bellum Gloriosum.